0: News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Good morning. It's seven eleven. the morning news feed. Chris Murphy and Jim Leach is in the today for Greg Bishop, who will be back on Monday, 217-629-7970. We are now joined uh, by the African-American Museum Board President, Nell Clay, this morning. And, Nell, good morning to you. And uh, like you said in the article that you gave to the Illinois Times earlier this week, uh, 2020 started out great. And I think that's probably a story for all of us. And then all of a sudden, Wambo is <laughs> what what are, how have things been going at the museum?
1: Well, first of all, good morning to you and good morning to everyone that's listening. Um, right now, the museum is still closed, like most in, institution. Um, what people have to remember is that the museum is um, run by volunteers, and so we're it's strictly volunteer except for one part time um, employee, which has been laid off, un, unfortunately, and our volunteers are mostly seniors. Um, mostly African-American, and some had um, various underlying uh, medical conditions. So uh, Mr. and Mrs. Corona has set us back some. Uh, So right now we're actually having um, a problem finding volunteers on a regular basis to maintain the opening of the museum.
0: So the museum will stay closed until you can find enough adequate volunteers?
1: Yes, yes.
0: All right. And and unfortunately, there's a lot of things that go along with that. You've had to cancel a number of fundraisers for the museum, including a fall gala. But uh, uh, what do you plan to do to uh, bring more money in?
1: Well, you know, I'm so glad you asked that. Um, What we're actually have started working on, we're going to do what we call a virtual um, fundraiser. Usually we will um, solicit um, ads or sponsorships and sell tickets for our gala. So what we're going to do this year is do a virtual um, sponsorship solicitation and ad solicitation where we, we will still ask people to um, do certain levels of sponsorship. And we're going to advertise those individuals on our website and um, have that posted at our museum. So when we open, people will know who is still sponsoring us. And I always remind people that as a, our nonprofit, organization. We do not get any state, federal, city, or county funds. And this community has been amazing um, in supporting um, our museum in the past.
2: And now Jim Leach here, and for people who are not uh, as familiar with the African American History Museum, can you just kind of give us a, a little sense of what will people see when it does finally reopen? And I know you're actually trying to get a lot of things online too. What sorts of things will people experience through the museum?
1: Well, it's, we have a small museum, but I think we're packed with a lot of information. Um, we have six exhibits currently up, and we're actually working on uh, a new one, which I'll explain in a minute. But But the first exhibit that you'll see is one on the Middle Passage. And there's a narrative with that which talks about the history of, of slavery and the events that happened on the Middle Passage. And, and then through the generosity and the ingenuity of um, oh, Lincoln Land and gosh, and Jim Betts, who worked at Lincoln Land, they, they actually built an interactive scene for us. We had a lady by the name of Alice Boykin build mannequins for us for a replica of a slave ship. And a young man by the name of Cass Corbin um, painted an amazing moving uh, picture. And it's supposed to be Mother Africa crying over her babies um, going into slavery. So that's awesome. And then next to that, we have, uh basically a pictorial exhibit of President Obama. Um, we did put a lot of narrative on him because we thought people know him and know about him. So we did a lot of pictures. Um, we maybe a couple of sentences about what the pictures are. We purposely put um, the Obama exhibit next to slavery, because I thought it was one what we, especially talking to kids, the, uh, the concept of uh, African Americans went from slavery to the White House. Um, the next exhibit is on early African American families in Springfield. Now, these are families that have some lineage in Springfield since the late 1800s. And one of the families that still has members here is the Donegan family. And for those that don't know, uh, know Mr. Donegan was one of the individuals that was actually lynched in the 1908 race riot. And he still has family here. Um, I don't know. A lot of people know Teresa Cummings, um, who's been a matriarch of Springfield forever, ever since I've been here, she has a family here at, uh, on, on our board. So it's like seven families that have featured and it talks about, um, you know, the early heritage of their family and then all the things they went through, all their um, accomplishments over the years. Um, our next exhibit is a, a good word calling Illinois African Americans First. And the thought behind that one is that um, there's so many individuals from our area, Springfield, Central Illinois, even um, major Illinois, that have made major accomplishments that are not well known. Um, They may have become the first to accomplish what they did in their specific area or um, profession, um, but nobody still knows, nobody still realizes African-Americans are still doing first and will probably continue to do first for a long time. So there's an exhibit on that. We have an artifacts exhibit um, um, for President Obama. And then we have an exhibit um, of African-American women that have been on U.S. stamps. There have been 40 African-American women, not males. There have been some males, but this is just on women that have been on U.S. postage stamps. And the last one um, is an exhibit we have in in the middle. It's called the Illinois Freedoms Project. And this project is actually loaned to us from the National Park Service. And just a side note, I am really, um, uh, but there's a lot that the National Park Service does within our community as opposed to just to take care of our parks and, and, and the Lincoln area. But this is an exhibit that they um, curated um, and they've loaned it to us. And this basically traces uh, Illinois history on, Billboards are set up in the middle of the museum, from before slavery through the civil rights movement to present. So, I mean, it's small, but we do we have um, a lot of in, in, information there. So, hopefully. Um, we can get open this year and come back on your show and talk
0: about when we're opening. Terrific. Listen, Nell, we're going to hold you around the corner because I know even though you're not open, you still have a couple of events going on that we want to talk about and we also want to talk about that uh, uh, postponed Negro Leagues Museum exhibit. So uh, if I can just hold you around the corner here for a break, uh, we will uh, get back to that and talk a little bit more about the Central Illinois African American Museum here. 719 at News Talk (laughs) 94.7. Visiting with Nell Clay who is the uh, board president for the Central Illinois African American History Museum, a museum currently closed even though under Phase 4 because of uh, lack of volunteers. We're kind of trying to hope we can help with that a little bit to get the museum reopened again. But now I, I know that even though the museum is closed, uh, one of the big things this fall is going to be voter registration at the museum, and you guys will be doing an event there. Several of them, as yes. a matter of fact, it looks like.
1: Yes, we have we have several plans, um, and the first one is actually this Saturday. Um, it starts at 11 o'clock. So um, we felt that, the board felt actually, um, since most of us are, are, are seniors, we um, did our protesting in the 60s and 70s and marchings and we're not gonna be out there marching with the young people with Black Lives Matter and uh, because of, of Corona. We kept thinking, about, what can we do? I mean, we can't just sit on the sidelines and do nothing. And we know that voting is gonna be crucial for this election. So we contacted all these sororities and fraternities and other organizations that we've worked with in the past and asked them if they, were, if they would like to hold a voter's registration event. And we would host it at the museum, um, provide the, the sanitation that they need. Um, we're gonna you know have people wear masks when they come in um, that would be required. Um, we will also check, check temperatures We will, um, you know, have people sanitize their hands, sanitize the the area that someone uses when they come in and um, vote. So we want to do it as safely as, as possible, but we felt that it was so crucial and necessary that this is done. So we would like to register everyone in the Springfield area that's 18 years or older, because if the first one is this Saturday, it starts. Um, at 11 o'clock, and then there's one on the 21st and the 23rd and the 25th and August 8th. So I encourage people to, to check our website or, or get the last week's Illinois Times article. It has our schedule um, in it, and or our website is www.spiaahm.org, or just Google the Springfield and Central Illinois African American History Museum, and our website will, will come up. And if I can just go ahead if I could just add um, one of the other things that, that we have been doing too um, we wanted to keep a, a, a connection with, with with all of our friends and our members and our supporters um, during while we were closed so we've been putting um, informational videos or um, writings or um, this, this, this information on, on our website regularly Um so that people who can go to our website and still get information about African American history, um, even though the museum is not open.
2: Yeah, I was just about to ask about that. I had the chance last week to go to the National Civil Rights Museum in Memphis, an incredibly powerful experience. What I love about this, Absolutely. though, is that it brings that story back home to Springfield. And as you said, it tells the story of people right here in our community who fought for those civil rights and who continue to to fight for them. Uh, and even though the museum is is closed for for normal operations right now, you can still get that connection. And I think it's really important to remember, this is a museum for everybody uh, and and that yeah. everybody uh, can and learn a lot from from hearing these stories and, and seeing these stories recounted
1: Ab- absolutely absolutely when, when we did our let me go just go back home as an example we had the um 1908 race riot exhibit at the museum um that was on loan to us from the abraham lincoln presidential library and museum i was blown away at the number of people that did not know that Springfield ever had a race riot yeah. I mean, it's just—it's just amazing that even this is not being taught in our school and this and this is our history. So that—that's one of our goals: is to bring the history, um, you know, of Springfield, Central Illinois, Illinois, and some national history um, to to the area. And and we're the first one to do it to this area, and we really want to stay here. So I'll just tell people, you know, when we start our, our, our fundraiser, hopefully, you know, some of you can 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 help us out. Um, we will, you know, put in the newspaper. Hope I can come back on and, and talk to you guys uh, about it. Um, so, like I said, even though we're closed, we're trying to do things. We want to connect with the community. We want you to still know we are here, and that we're working to um, stay a, a committed part of our community
0: absolutely
2: yeah you tremendously know. valuable uh, institution here locally
0: very good and now listen thank you so much and again you guys are on monument avenue you're located just east of the oakridge cemetery gate but again that's going to be for the voter registration that they're having the museum itself is closed due to the pandemic but uh, um now yes, listen that's 1440
1: monument avenue
0: yep exactly 1440 monument avenue and like i said just directly east of the main gate of oakridge cemetery uh now listen thank you so much for your time and i promise we'll have you on again soon okay Okay, sounds great. Thank you for calling. Hey, thank you. And it's 7.30 now at News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY, the morning news.